God really just truly blessed me through the different relationships and being able to look back at that and see his his handprints and his his guiding and his leading and truly each place had a new new calling for me and a new opportunity. This is a podcast of St. Paul Lutheran Church where we equip every generation to live rooted in Jesus. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast for today. This is Pastor Schultz, and we are grateful that you are listening with us as we continue that conversation about authentic relationships. God creates relationships for us. It's one of his good gifts that he gives to us. And these relationships we see in our own lives, as they certainly bless us, but they bless other people too. Um, we have with us as a guest today to help that conversation um, be shared and, and see their own uh, story and how God is working through that. Um, Rachel, Rachel, thank you for being here today and uh, being with us. Um, some of these people might know who you are, but for the ones that don't, can you give us a little snapshot about uh, who they're listening to for today? Who is Rachel? Yeah, thank you so much for having me on today. Mm -hmm. My name is Rachel Nelson, and I am a second grade teacher here at St. Paul, and this is my sixth year teaching here at St. Paul. I'm married to my husband, Brandon, and we have two kids, and we are involved here at St. Paul. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, as we've been doing with all these podcasts, we're going to start with uh, God's Word, and um, if you're listening for today and you got it in front of you on the phone or in the in a hard copy, you can crack it open to Galatians chapter 6. And uh, here in Galatians chapter 6, St. Paul is uh, concluding this letter to this church in Galatia. And they've been struggling with several things. But um, here he talks about relationships and how critical it is um, as they live together uh, with each other. This is really the, the whole point of the Christianity, certainly to be redeemed in Christ, uh, but to then go and do those good works to care for other people as we have been created in Christ Jesus. So here from Galatians chapter 6, uh, verse 1 and 2. Uh, it says, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Uh, keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. And then bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Uh, these burdens that we share um, abound in every way. It's uh, it's something that I think every Christian knows too well. Um, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. Um, St. Paul doesn't list them here. Uh, he certainly, I'm sure, got something in mind in his letter. But um, here as he's talking about them, uh, we are called to bear each other's burdens. We're not, we're not called to shoulder this idea of Christianity alone, but rather we're in a community, in a church with other people. And uh, this is how we are to walk. Uh, certainly, as St. Paul says, to, to help people if they're sinning or struggling, uh, but also so just when the world is crushing in all around them, um, to encourage them and to bear them up um, and to remind them uh, certainly of the identity that they have in Christ, but to lend that, that helping hand as well. Um, so our theme, as always, is uh, God cares about relationships in the Holy Scriptures. We see this in Galatians chapter 6, uh, where he talks about how uh, we should bear each other's burdens um, and so fulfill the law of Christ. But these relationships that God created 2,000 years ago and, and through the Apostle Paul tells the church to care about as well, um, God's still working today. And uh, Rachel, that's where you come in. <laughs> and you come in in the sense of uh, to encourage us. Um, how, how are those relationships that God created 
as you talked about them 2,000 years ago, how are they still alive and well in our own lives? How are they alive in, in your life? Maybe you had something, uh, one or multiple relationships. You know, you, you can't unpack an entire life here in the limited time that we got. But, you know, are, are there a, one or a few relationships that really highlighted and stuck out to you of, ah, Man, this is a this is a good gift or a good thing. It really had a huge impact on my life. Does anything stick out to you like that? Yeah, absolutely. I would think the first and foremost, the relationship that comes to my mind is um, through my family. Mm. God gifted me the gift of a wonderful family who really was close knit, and mm. we um, enjoy doing things together. We've had lots of experiences and memories. A um, little bit unique about my story is we, um, growing up, I often moved. I moved every four years of my life. So oh. um, always having to be able to come back to my family was that one constant thing no matter wherever we went. So Where's the longest place you lived? The longest place I lived was in Austin, Texas. We lived there for six years. Oh. So that was the longest. Yep. Wow. And so other than that, it was every four years growing up, it was... We moved. My dad was a Lutheran educator, and so he often would get the call. So we would say, oh, I got the call. God's so God calling wants. me. Yep, that's how it works. <laughs> so, um, which was always really actually uh, challenging for me personally. I'm someone who doesn't always do transitions really well mm. or just struggles with new. And um, so speaking to that relationships, it was really hard for me. It was hard to leave those prior relationships that I had built and my friendships and to be able to right um, during middle school, okay, moving right before middle school, Mm. okay, my sophomore year of high school, moving to a new high school, and having to create those new relationships, but... How'd you do it? I think through that, I think through God gave me the gift of my family, knowing that they were there for me, and then just also God placed many people in my lives that um, truly did bless me, and as I grew, my mom had this phrase that she always said to me, and she said, bloom where you're planted, mm. and she would always try and help me with that transition of, yep. okay, Rachel, bloom where you're planted, and I struggled with it, I, I wrestled mm. with it, it was not my favorite, I'm like, okay, mom, <laughs> I don't want to be replanted somewhere else, <laughs> but as I look back at that, not only was my family that constant, but God truly blessed me so incredibly, the relationships that I built in the unique experiences to um, out in California to go to one of the largest Lutheran high schools and to create friendships and mentors in my youth pastors and to Mm -hmm. go on mission trips to Jamaica and and be involved in the church ministry, kids ministry, leading VBS. And so looking back, it is just amazing um, how I can look back and actually say thank you to my parents and to my um, to God, ultimately, that he led me to all these places and that I had these unique um, experiences where some people might say, you know what, I've lived my whole life here in this one city or this one town, but I got to really experience many of God's um, mm-hmm. great places that he, he has in his um, ministry out thriving in different areas and different states. Um, so how long have you been here in Grafton? So I've lived here like in this area yeah. for like teaching here for teaching here six years yeah six years. Okay. six years so this is coming up on like the longest you've been in a spot yeah for a while. yeah definitely yep all right so. you just stay here okay? yeah right <laughs> all right <laughs> i know how the calls work you got a call but yep. you just stay right where you are rachel yeah so um so i think that uh god really just truly blessed me through the different relationships and being able to look back at that and see his his handprints and his his guiding and his leading and truly each place had a new 
new calling for me and a new opportunity mm. and also learning through the years looking back many years now as I've grown older I can really see how how important it is to create those new relationships and not to just stay into what's comfortable but to be right. able to step out and and meet new people and um, it wasn't always easy back then but I think that gave me the experiences to be able to do that now in my current life today. It's kind of cool to be able to look back and kind of get a bird's eye view of the whole thing. Um, As we've been doing more of these conversations, I I feel like there's been a constant theme of, you know, as you live in the moment, it's really hard to kind of figure out what on earth is going on, you know, why did God move my family here and here and here and here and here. But as you kind of uh, can sit back, you can kind of see and say, ah, ah, as you were saying, ah, that's why God did that. Maybe to grow me or um, maybe to use myself or my family and, you know, several different ways to bless other people and for ourselves to be blessed. But as you're going through it in the moment, it's just, it's hard to fully comprehend or wrap your brain around. Um, Hindsight's always twenty twenty, and you can look back and say, wow, that was really cool. Like, Dad, thanks so much for letting us live in Orange County, California. I miss the beach. Why am I back here in Wisconsin? But, you know, God has a new calling and a new place for each each um, place that he put me. And mm-hmm. also, too, I was able to watch my dad being also in ministry and really being able to look up at him, look up to him and mm. see how he thrived in his ministry and how he also continued to not stay complacent and where he was at, but be willing to step out of that comfort zone and go to the, the next calling to serve his kingdom and right. and follow God's will. <laughs> That's good. No, that is good. But as a kid, it wasn't always that way. Like, well, you know, eventually my brothers and sisters and I had this comment, Dad, stop answering the phone call. <laughs> just put it down. Just put it down. No. So you, okay, yeah. yeah. So as a kid, I, I, I mean, I get that. Like, moving in high school, you didn't rejoice exceedingly no. saying, thank you, thank no. you. And yet, in hindsight, you can say, maybe thank you, thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah, it was yeah. good too. Yeah. That's, uh, that's good. All right. So I like I like the constant thread of the family. That that yeah. is a critical relationship. And, and knowing you, you got a you got a big family too. And, yep. Uh, you guys are very cohesive and and you're just great relationships and the like. Um, you know, as we look at this idea of relationships, uh, Rachel, do you got any words of wisdom maybe for somebody who um, is struggling in their relationships? Maybe they don't have a, a constant, steady eddy family unit, kind of mm-hmm. like you do. Is there anything you can do to encourage those people who are, um, you know, wondering about their vocations? Maybe they're stuck in it, they can't see it, or, or maybe they're not like you on the other side of the conversation, but they're in the middle of it and they don't really know up from down at the moment. Any words of wisdom for them? Yeah, I would first and foremost say um, what I've learned through the years is to trust God and trust his will. He's always going to lead and guide you down the path that he knows is best. Mm -hmm. And it's always hard, right? In that moment when I was having to make that transition, it didn't make sense. I questioned it and can relate to a lot of those feelings of feeling alone or why am I here or Mm -hmm. now I have to start over and not having that constant relationship or having to create those new relationships. So absolutely just get in his word and dig in his word to find his truths, his promises are there. They're they're um they're fulfilled through his love and surrounding yourselves just in his word, I think is absolutely number one looking for that guidance. But then also too, just being willing to be vulnerable and reaching out to others and um Sometimes it just takes that first step of, hi, my name is, and yep. just introducing yourself. <laughs> and, and you never know what connections you can make and what relationships. And um, just kind of speaking on relationships, I know that 
you know, that's what God desires for us. God doesn't want us to walk this life alone. And as I can look back at all the people that touched my life in each of these places, like they truly had a role in that time for what I was going through or what Mm -hmm. I needed. And God placed those people in my life. So God's going to place those people in your life that you need at that right time. But sometimes it's just taking that step out and just um, looking for those connections, um, coming to the church, helping, trying to find connections, um, asking seeking the wisdom of other people of um being able to find those relationships yeah yeah and if any of our listeners uh you know are looking to get plugged in or just looking for relationships you you just you just call up our office and we are happy plug you into group service opportunities something that's that's one of the best ways to get uh, certainly plugged into this place as well. I, I forget if we talked about this in another podcast or we just talked about it with somebody else, but I, the book of Job just popped into my mind in the sense of, uh, if our listeners are familiar with it, uh, there's it's a book of the Bible. It's in the Old Testament. Um, Job's, Job's a guy who, from a human perspective, is having a great life, and um, God and Satan have a conversation, and, and Job uh, has his faith tested. And what ends up happening is God allows Job to take away um, his or to, to hurt Job bodily, um, uh, to inflict him emotional pain, financial pain, and uh, he tests Job's faith through it all. And uh, the point I'm getting at is, you know, Job struggled with that. Job, Job didn't really know the answers to what was going on. And the interesting thing to me, at least, about that book is at the very end of the book, um, Job has a lot of those things restored, even more so. God blesses him at the end, uh, but in but in the Holy Scriptures, at least. Uh, that book of the Bible doesn't let Job know, you know, this whole divine conversation is going on. Job is just blissfully unaware of all of this stuff that God is up to and, and Satan is up to. And, and I think that's so true for our lives as well. God, God certainly can test us like he tested people all throughout the Holy Scriptures. And Satan, he certainly wants to tempt us to get us to sin. But, um, but those relationships are critical to bring everything back around and to keep us grounded in the faith. So... Um, we just had a short amount of time today, and uh, it's crazy to think we're actually at our time already. Uh, but Rachel, I want to say thank you. Thank for being you. On. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much for this opportunity, and thank you for, for letting me talk here on this podcast. Absolutely. Um, we'd love to have you again in the future, but as we close out our time for today, uh, I'd like to do so with prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Uh, We thank you for this conversation that we could uh, talk and process and get to know each other a little bit more. Um, We're thankful that as you've created relationships in the Holy Scriptures, you continue to work them in our own lives as well. Uh, Bless Rachel, bless our listeners, bless me, bless our church here at St. Paul, that we might flourish and uh, be a beacon of hope for those in need, Uh, certainly to bear each other's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ, as St. Paul says in Galatians chapter 6. Uh, but also to communicate that faith, that even when we fail, even when we struggle, uh, we have that comfort that surpasses all understanding because of the death and bodily resurrection of your son, Jesus. Help us to ever cling to this, Lord. We pray this in your son's name. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. We hope you have a great rest of the day.